Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. I'm Danny Roth. This is a new edition of Song vs. Song. The best episode yet, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be. I don't know why you said new edition. It's not different from any other episodes. And what if somebody I, listens I to this th- in the distant future when we're both dead? I meant the next edition or the next episode. Next episode, not new edition. I just have R&B on the brain, I guess. I guess so. All right. This, uh, this week, we are doing... Uh, what do we got here? Looks like we have TLC's No Scrubs and Destiny's Child, Say My Name. A perfectly even matchup, which I'm sure will produce very even results. It's interesting because if you, I, I had taken an early look at the comments, mm-hmm. and it seemed to be going one way based on the comments. Uh, yeah, it definitely was. I think I wrote down there. It says right, it's like this could be the most even matchup yet, and then I didn't look at it at the results till just now, and I was like, oh, geez. People really yeah. hate Scrubs, man. <laughs> I could tell you something. I don't know. I was like, what's wrong with Scrubs? They hang out the side of their passenger's ride. It's grubs you got to really watch out for. Grubs? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't want none of those. See? Well, let me ask this. Which, uh, when I proposed this at the end of uh, last episode, I don't recall you uh, saying, like, are you sure about that? Are you... No, I, I didn't think it was going to be this way because, you know, one of these songs is No Scrubs. Uh-huh. The other one, Beyonce's in it. Yes. So that's... It felt as though any limitations that Say My Name might have would immediately be overcome by the fact that arguably the most powerful and famous pop star on the planet Earth was in Destiny's Child when the... when the And is Destiny's Child, really, you know? I mean, like, she's the one, like... <laughs> if, if Destiny had a child, <laughs> it would be Beyonce. Well, that's the thing. Like, this first... This first, uh... Well, this isn't that their first album. It's their second album. It's their first big album. The writing's on the wall. I'm not sure Beyonce was really quite Beyonce yet. That's true. Although this is pretty much when that starts to happen. I mean, this, the <laughs> the recording of this album, and by the time the 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 album is done and all the singles have been released, I think you hit the three member mark. Yeah. Well, I a music writer Tom Ewing that I read he made a good point. Four members. Well, that's just unbalanced. Three members. There's a center, and that center is Beyonce, one person on each side. Who's the center of TLC? TLC was a three-member band where every member was equal. There wasn't a center to that one. Let me, that, let me ask you an important question about No Scrubs. All right. Does Lisa, Lisa Left Eye Lopez do a rap in it? Is there any rap from her in that song? Well, that's a funny question. Funny you should ask, because many uh, comments we got were mentioning that, and we're like, you sure? Are you thinking of waterfalls? Like, what are you talking about? And it turns out the answer is yes. There is a rap by Lisa Lopez on No Scrubs. It's only in the video version, and it's not on the album, and it's not on the version I ever heard. I don't even remember seeing it on the video, but I went and looked up the video right now, or, you know, just an hour ago, and was like, holy shit, there is a whole rap, there's a whole rap on this song that I never knew about. Should I listen to it right now before we keep going? I don't, I don't know what to say because I've never, I, I didn't watch the video, so I missed out on this. Yeah, go ahead, check it out. I'm so researched. Hang on. <laughs> I genuinely don't know why that isn't on the album. I, it didn't blow my mind, other yeah. than the fact that I had forgotten that it existed, that it's an artifact of the late '90s. 
in, yeah. a, in a way that I wasn't expecting it to be. I don't remember ever hearing that. And no, I, I now that it. I've heard it, I do remember it. I mean, I, I remember it showing up on uh, the countdowns of 1999 all the time, and I do not remember that rap. Like, I'm am I the only one? Like, are they like those shitty radio stations that they cu- just cut out the rap verse? I mean, I did watch a lot of VH1. I bet they would have. I bet they did. I listened to it on Spotify. There was no rap. There yeah. was no rap on the Spotify version. Yeah, it was like on the singles version. Like, if you got it on cassette, or I guess they were still selling CD singles at the time. So, uh, well, this this changes things. I feel. All right. Well, yeah, we need to ask. Like, does what was your initial opinion when I pro- uh, popped this question to you? I don't know that I had a really strong inclination. I remember really liking No Scrubs, but yeah. I also remember liking virtually everything that Destiny's Child was putting out at the time. The, from like, I guess technically like '98 onward, they were putting out things that yeah. I thought w- were decent to great. Um, I really like Bills, Bills, Bills. Yeah, that which was, is which was uh, written at least in part by the same people that wrote uh, No, no Scrubs. Scrubs. Yeah, uh, Candy Bress and uh, Tamika Tiny Coddle from the band Escape had a couple big hits in 1993. Understanding is the one I remember. It's like all I need from you is understanding. I probably butchered that, but but that but Scrubs is no Scrubs. No Scrubs <laughs> is sort of the is sort of the point. I'm which... no Superman. <laughs> That's what. I never watched that show, so I watched it, and yet I can't tell you off the top of my head if it ever appeared in the show Scrubs. I am confident that it did. Uh, I'm, it I'm seems sure. very unlikely. That so yeah, to to clarify, we are not talking about the TV show Scrubs. If we say Scrubs, we mean no Scrubs. I've never watched that show, so I really don't want no Scrubs. I'm gonna look it up. Go ahead, keep talking. I'm gonna I'm gonna. What did you What did you think? What was your inclination? I was a. Uh, thought this would be more even and like i don't know why i thought that but now that i think about it like it's kind of because i don't really like this era of r&b in general really no not really not the 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 boy is mine the early first early usher singles like that whole sparse like really sparse thing where just like a tiny little synth guitar line it's not really my thing so I like these songs and I respect these songs. I don't really love these songs. So I didn't really have a particular preference either. And I listened to them to actually, yeah, this is a pretty good song. I thought for both of them. And I was like, I liked them a little more now that I'm thinking about it. And I guess if I had to pick one, I would go with no scrubs, I guess. But it's not like obvious to me by any means. Well, if we're going by the, uh, the versions that have, a rap verse. <laughs> Gosh, I feel as though you accidentally made a very timely choice because there is a rap on Same and Aim. Is not, there? Not on the uh, the version that you usually hear, but there is one. It is a rap. It was done by a person who existed in a very different career who wanted to take a stab at rapping, produced one record, but was otherwise known as being a very good basketball player for the Lakers. That would be Kobe Bryant. Are you fucking kidding me? I think we're going to take another pause. Well, there was a thing I didn't know existed 20 seconds ago. He had had an album that he put out. Did he? Oh my God. Pretty pretty sure. I mean, I know Shaq, obviously, and I know uh, Damian Lillard, but no, I had no idea Kobe had a... 
Well, I don't know if he had a full record. He definitely put some stuff out. It's, there's nothing else seemingly on, on Spotify, but I looked him up. And it actually, um, just because of his recent passing, there were a lot of things that were sort of coming out of the woodwork about him and his past. And one that wasn't heinous was <laughs> the fact that he uh, had a very brief rap career because obviously he was a, he was a big fan. He I, was a big rap fan. I had absolutely no idea. I certainly didn't know that when I put out, when I chose this episode when Kobe Bryant was still healthy and happy. Kobe Bryant rap. Wow. Well, um, he's not terrible. He's uh, he was better than Shaq. That's a fact. <laughs> that is a, that is also the first thing that I thought. No, I no, I'm sorry, Shaq. Yeah, you're a well, very you're a very nice man. Well, now we have. To, I ask again. Now that we have these separate things in our lives that have completely altered our understanding of these songs, or are not altering them at all, what do you uh? <laughs> So this is the thought that I've had, and I haven't quite figured out where I land. I guess we'll we'll talk about it a little bit more, and then we'll listen to um, mm-hmm. comments from the, the the people that listen to this podcast. What I think is, if Lisa Lopez, in the standard version that you have heard for years and years, if she had had, a, if there was a rap section, mm-hmm. then No Scrubs is the clear winner. Unless, of course, Say My Name was a minute shorter in which case it would be really hard to say because my only problem with saying my name uh is that it's too long and i know that it's too long because they you know they wanted people to to dance in yeah there's like in, a in, weird, the, in the club that outro is pretty long on say my name yes it's very fucking long it's like two minutes type of long it doesn't need it's a that's a two and a half to three minute long <laughs> song at most but if it was that long that song to me would be goddamn unstoppable i think it's a great tune i would probably give it because the thing about no scrubs is that what it is is good but it's kind of just i don't know it's fine i feel like no scrubs has more hooks than say my name does i feel like when you're talking about it being too long i feel like it wears out it's welcome by that last minute i think that's a a fair comment you have versus no scrubs which even minus the rap part there's a it it throws more at you, like the no scrubs. Look, <laughs> we have to acknowledge something very important about no scrubs before we go any further. Oh boy. Okay, go ahead. Pigeons. Uh, Did you know it was coming? Yes, of course I knew it was coming. Like where there was nowhere else this was gonna go. Did you did you did you see that I was gonna be sporting some thieves? Uh, oh, so you know, so all right. I, I have actually never listened to that song before today. Oh, I remember it very well. I remember people talking about it. I remember kids singing it in the schoolyard, but I never actually listened to it. So there is a um, there is a parody, effectively, by a group, very short-lived group, called Sporty Thieves. That is called No Pigeons. It is meant to be a direct response to No Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is exactly the same song as far as the music is concerned for the most part. But gender flipped. That is yeah. the concept. Here is the one good thing I can say about it. The people who created No Scrubs got money <laughs> for No Pigeons. And No Pigeons, whenever it was played, it was only played back to back with No Scrubs single-handedly 
quite accidentally and ironically making no scrubs even more popular than it already was no pigeons sucks (laughs) it's awful it is pitiful and if you at any point in your life thought you know maybe this whole no scrubs thing is a little bit much listen to no pigeons you will be like nope I, TLC is correct. I, <laughs> Nobody I should want any scrubs, and these guys are 100% scrubs. And also, apparently, Eve is a scrub? What the fuck? I can't believe that Eve is on that track and in the music video. That is the I most thought I was hallucinating. It's like, the, thank it's, you for confirming that that is, in fact, Eve. Was Eve even a thing in 1999? Yeah, I think she was, yeah. It really, it really broke my spirit. <laughs> uh, let me say... Uh, a, true, a true Eve fan. Couldn't, I had forgotten completely that she was on that track. I don't, I don't know what she was thinking. If Eve, you're a listener, I'm not going to say I'm mad at you because it's been like 20 years, but you know, like, do you regret it? <laughs> uh, let me say I did. I think I thought the line about uh, pigeons wearing uh, dresses around only to return it to the store the next day. I thought that was kind of funny. But like people like guys will sometimes, you know, like also yeah. buy a, like a nice outfit for one. That's the thing that men also do. I don't. Uh, that's, you know, that, that's, that's what that's what being poor is all about. Let, let me say that. No, I didn't enjoy it either. Like this is the first time I was like, well, first they're they're rappers trying to you know trying to match one of the smoother songs of R and B, and like I don't, didn't feel like they were right for that kind of track. Also, Response Records as a whole just kind of fucking suck. I get it. I got it from the first line, and then I was done. Like I didn't I didn't need it in my life. I was not impressed. It did pretty well. It got up to like number 12 at one point. Yeah, I, re- I remember it doing surprisingly well. I never saw it or I never heard it, but I, re- I was aware of it. Nothing I heard about it really encouraged me to go seek it out in the 20 years since it happened. I think it really does strike me as the late 90s equivalent of quote unquote SJW releases video that people like. And yeah. then an angry white man, or in this case, angry black men, are like, "You awful SJW cuck! I will not, I will not be cucked by you." I don't know why I keep saying the word "cuck." The point is, it's, <laughs> it's it's like the '90s equivalent of that kind of bullshit that you have to that exists in the world now, and just like now, it, in most cases, um, the original thing is usually better than the response. I don't know. I feel like in the battle of the sexes, I think turnabout is fair play. That doesn't make it every uh, instance good. This was pretty lousy, but I'm not like offended at it. I'm just not impressed. No, it's boring. Yeah, it's just boring. And it and it, it I did when I say it sucks. I don't mean it sucks. Like wow, I'm so grossed out. Yeah, I meant wow, it's not a good track. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I I chose these two songs. Because I felt like there was a, a like a handoff here between TLC and Desi's Child. Obviously, TLC could have persisted a lot longer if things hadn't happened the way they happened. Yes. But as it is in history, in hindsight, it feels like a real passing of the baton. No Scrubs happened right at the beginning of 1999. Uh, Destiny's Child's album comes out in the middle of that year. They dominate the summer and Say My Name comes out at the end of that year. Yep. In hindsight, like I said there's like a real dividing line between like the start of the new era, the new superstars versus the the last ones. Like I said, unfortunately that wasn't TLC's fault that they, they didn't choose to go away. It just kind of happened to them because of Lisa's uh, passing. Yeah. It's like Aaliyah would have been a star for a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. TLC probably would have, I mean, just like you said, they were a band that was 
all for one parts. Yeah, yeah. All for one, one for all. What I think what people don't remember is that this was like a comeback record for TLC. The album before that was crazy, sexy, cool, which was a gigantic success. And then after that, nothing but bad news was coming out for them. Lisa burned the house down. Oh gosh. And then they filed for bankruptcy. I may, I may be getting this out of the order, but they filed for bankruptcy. And in between there, like 1997 or something like that, there was talk that Lisa was going to quit the band. She was like, I'm done with this. Like TLC is done. We had our chance, but like, I'm over this. I'm moving on to something else. And I'm not sure what happened that she was putting out a solo record. I'm not sure whatever, if it ever came out. And I've heard stories like TL, uh, Lisa was like a difficult person. She wanted to do a rap on creep, uh, TLC's creep. And uh, they cut it at the last second. They're like, no, you're not doing this. Like she wrote a verse that was like anti creeping. I was like, that song's pro creeping. You can't do, put that on there. So I was like, no, we're not putting this in the video. And so she went and put like duct tape over her mouth. And that's the way she wanted to perform that song in the video. And so like there was just like turmoil, turmoil for this band. And maybe they weren't even going to put out that third album. And then fan mail comes out and it it has that amazing Hype Williams video, which it looks a little dated now. Yes. But at the time it was like, wow, we're in the future. It's the 90s. Yeah. I mean, it looked it reminds me of um, I said it when when we were watching it a little bit ago that I was like, oh, No Scrubs looks like the Michael Jackson video with Janet Jackson's Scream. And that was high fucking production value. Yeah, the, the, I don't think uh, No Scrubs is that high production it, value. It's, it's kind of uh, aping a similar uh, aesthetic, aesthetic. future. It's supposed to be future. In, in fact, isn't uh, T-Bod's dress... She's dressed like uh, Lilu from The Fifth Element, kind right? Of. She's, yeah, she's like a version of Lilu Dallas multipass. Well, I want to check if the screen video is from the same person. That's also Hype Williams, because it feels like a Hype Williams joint. It could very well be. Uh, I'm going to say this. It would have been a lot harder for me if uh, the songs in the mix had been um, Bills, Bills, Bills versus Unpretty. I mean, those are very different songs, but I fucking love Unpretty. That's a great goddamn fucking track. Really? Yes, I fucking love Unpretty. Unpretty, wow. Yep, love it. That didn't. That never did anything for me. Nope, love it. Well, like I said, this is like a new era of R&B. This is very different from uh, the mid-90s, and... If I am not as big on No Scrubs as most people are, I, I was like, well, it's like, this is fine. It's a step down from Crazy Sexy Cool. And I will stand by that. Crazy Sexy Cool. And all four of its singles are better than No Scrubs. I will absolutely stand by that. Hmm. Yes. Digging on you. Red Light Special. Creep especially. Actually, I'm not so sure about Waterfalls. I'm not sure I'd put No Scrubs below Waterfalls, which is weird because Waterfalls was their biggest song ever. And I, I feel like that one's kind of faded from uh, the conversation. It, it feels a little corny to me now. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that uh, a younger person than I would be able to answer that question. Uh, I think it exists so completely in the cultural conversation because I was in high school when that song came out. So yeah. it will always have value to me. I will always love Waterfalls. Yeah. If you had asked me like 10 years ago, I would say like the TLC song is Waterfalls. And uh, what I'm reading in these comments now is that the TLC song is, in fact, No Scrubs. Oh, I think that's definitely true. Well, I mean, Waterfalls I was, for a long time, the one. But people were definitely uh, ch- chasing. Yeah. <laughs> water, water. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, it, it's, it's Scrubs. It's No Scrubs. And when I say that uh, this feels like the baton being passed, 
No Scrubs is kind of the only song like that they have of uh, in TLC's uh, discography, whereas Beyonce and Destiny's Child as a whole released a whole ton of songs like No Scrubs, including the two before this, Bugaboo and uh, Bills, Bills, Bills. Yep. I wanted to put No Scrubs against Bills, Bills, Bills because they're so similar. Wait, so TLC, mm-hmm. they themselves also, the, the baton was kind of moving, right? Like, in a way, I kind of feel like, who did they get the, the baton from? Salt, Salt, Salt and Pepper with En Vogue? En Vogue? En Vogue was... What, I, I feel as though they were birthed from <laughs> What a Man, even though they were already around by the time What a Man came out. Well, En Vogue was definitely the TLC of, like, 1992, and TLC was also around in 1992, but they were very different at Talk the time. Talk about a band that I loved and is lame <laughs> as hell. No, I think people will still stand up for En Vogue, and I will too. Like, They're yeah. very cheesy, though. That's a cheesy band. Free your mind! Yes, that is a cheesy, cheesy act. The thing about um, Crazy Sexy Cool and Fan Mail is that I do think, for the most part, those songs still really hold up. Waterfalls, perhaps, mm-hmm. notwithstanding. But you listen to No Scrubs, and that is exactly as effective in 2020 as it was in 1999. Okay, TLC put out three albums during their classic period. The first one is a very kitty album, and Lisa is like the lead artist on that one. The second one is a lot more uh, you know, soulful and sensual, and that, one's is, that one is basically T-Boz's album. That's when they started putting her up front. And No Scrubs was chilly song, so I guess, like, presumably that's her album, Fan Mail. So if you really love No Scrubs, give it up for Chili. She sings lead on that. She is, uh, Chili deserved better than what she got. I mean, is there a single member of TLC <laughs> that don't deserve more than they got? Literally all three of them. You can, yeah. say, you can say that Lisa Lopez was a difficult person, but let me tell yeah. you, I don't know. She was a, a great artist. And I talent. don't know a single one of the smartest people that I know, the most talented, the ones that tend to tendency to give the most of the world are all incredibly difficult people in their way. So, you yeah, know, I mean, I, I mean, I trash this place after every uh, podcast. Todd uh, Nathanson <laughs> broke my chair. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were halfway not- through a podcast. Halfway through a podcast, the man just arbitrary. He just he picked it up and he threw it across the room. I leaned back on it and it cracked a little. And I thought we weren't going to talk about this because your wife might hear this. You but. difficult, broody <laughs> genius. All right, we've talked about TLC a lot. Yeah, now we're like twenty five minutes into this podcast. Uh, well, I mean, does anyone really care about Beyonce or Destiny's Child? Like, mm, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'll, I'll say this: I found a I found a video uh, from two thousand nine of. Uh, Beyonce singing the praises of Kobe Bryant. <laughs> oh, wow. That was weird. That was another very strange. All right. Well, historical artifact. <laughs> Destiny's Child was just the new group at the time. And then they also lost some members, not as tragically as TLC lost members, but in a very different way. In, yeah. a, in a Say My Name, the music video came out and two members found out they were not in the band anymore because of that music video. Yes. And that's where. Destiny's Child stopped being just like people that made music, but also like pop stars that you started paying attention to because of the drama. The Knowles family, mm-hmm. which is really what Destiny's Child in the end was all about. It was all about the drama of that family and the right. fact that they had only ever intended for one person, their daughter, 
to be the star. Everybody else was just was just a glorified backup dancer, really. Yeah, that's it. Even the ones that were that were that stood the test of time and lasted closer to the end. Yeah, even then, them also they had to glorified be, background dancers in the end. As far as the Knowles family was concerned, it seemed like they made their peace with being, you know, Robin and Batgirl compared to Beyonce's Batman. Yeah, like, I mean, and so far as you you can, because the, I mean, the fact of the matter is, I think even at the time there was an awareness that. Uh, if you didn't like it, mm-hmm. that's fine. You will never say that shit out loud. Keep that shit to yourself. Yeah. If you want to have a life, if you want to keep breathing on this earth, you don't. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you can say, I mean, like, Beyonce is an unknowable person now. That's the thing that's sort of famous about her now is that she doesn't give interviews really. Nope. And when she does, she doesn't really have anything to say. She right. really leaves it to the, the imagination whatever the music is that's it that's the statement right you'll learn more f- about her from the music than anything she says about it herself in public but i don't know that i would say that that was really as true of her in 1999 and 2000 no at the time they were just an r&b group and the funny thing the whole queen b thing i remember that not happening till very late in her career like or you know around like 2010 ish or two, 2008 at the earliest at the time, for a long time, she was like a controversial figure because, you know, the same way like J-Lo was successful, but not really particularly liked. Yes, it was always, why is this girl, quote, at the front? She's not even that great a singer. That is what I remember from this era of Destiny's Child. Yeah. And, and my thinking, I, is she not the best singer in this group? She seems good to me. She certainly commands attention in a way that the other two don't. Once you got down to the, the the core three by the end, she always seemed like the one. Yeah, but I remember like it was pretty controversial at the time. She was like, oh, you know, it's all about me. And it was like there was like an egomaniac or like the spoiled diva that every, you know, everyone has to make way for. I, I, I would imagine. I, like, I want to congratulate her for leaning into great success. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't until like uh, single ladies, I think, when people started coming around on that. It was like the, it is great that she is out there just like constantly being better than everybody else and being treated like it. She's entitled to, yeah. she eventually found a way to prove that she deserved that, I guess, or yeah. she found a way to, to make a, the a, cultural a, a, conversation such that it would appear. Yeah. JLo didn't manage to do that till like very recently. So yeah, people like JLo now. Yeah, that was not how it was in the early 2000s, I'll tell yeah, you that. This is neither here nor there, but I remember when uh, Jenny from the Block came out, and I, f- I could feel a collective... <laughs> yeah. Um, when, that, when that song was released. Remember when people did that? <laughs> sneeze, yeah, sneeze. Sneeze bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Remember I those did, days? Yeah, it made me uh, vomit in my mouth a little, which was also a thing we did back in the day. Yeah. But- yeah. I, was, I was not fooled by the rocks that she had. Anyway, yeah. the point is that um, Beyonce was kind of similar to to, to J Lo, I suppose, in this way. And the, the songs she made also kind of played into that. Like the, those uh, first three songs are, you know, about destroying Scrubs. Even like "Say My Name," which is not technically about that, it feels like it is. I mean, it isn't, isn't it? I mean, it it, it, it isn't, it isn't, but. Um, if, you, if, you, if you don't know, yeah, um, the song "Say My Name" is about uh, when you're dating somebody and you're used to them talking to you a certain way on the telephone, mm-hmm. as people talk to each other on the telephone all the time. 
Uh, Welcome to the year 2000, 1999. Yeah. Yep. People still used phones as phones. And you're used to somebody, you know, talk to you on the phone like like they love you. Like, oh, mm-hmm. baby, I love you. Blah, 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 blah. And then one day, every other word is like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, got you. <laughs> anyway, peace. Uh, and the song is about how when that happens, it means that probably the man you're dating is... You know, is, a, is fucking somebody other than Beyonce a fool? But Beyonce, in her music, at the very least, has had very bad luck with men. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's just perhaps the most popular type of song. If you're if you're doing R and B and you're a woman, I feel like if you want to have a, a an absolute stone classic hit, it's gonna probably be about how your man did you wrong, but you don't need him. You pay your own bills. That to me, like that's like that's that's it. That's yeah. the whole, especially in the the ni- late nineties, early two thousands. That is that's the topic. If you want to have a number one hit, that's what you talk about. Well, the, the first hit, bills, bills, bills. The first big hit. I don't really remember. No, 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 or the songs she released before that. But bills, bills, bills was about uh, an, an inadequate boyfriend who was mooching off for money. The, the second one was about uh, an inadequate inadequate person who is like bugging her all the time with phone calls. So based on that progression, I just kind of assumed that this person is in fact cheating on. Oh, uh, it's all the same guy. <laughs> this is a dramatic trilogy. Yeah. I never, I never clocked it, but now I know the, the songwriter of this one, LaShawn Daniels, he says like he would have like these conversations with his girlfriend at the time where she'd get insecure. It's like, Hey, well, why are you, What's going on? What are you talking about? What, you know, who was who that in the background and stuff like that? And he describes her as insecure. And she and he wrote this song from her perspective. Say my name does not sound insecure. No, it does not. She sounds completely and totally in the right. Yes. Like she's pro- she's almost certainly correct. Right. And just the just the whole is like if you're if you're being true, then, you know, say my name and say you love me and look me in the eyes and and so on and so forth. That is not something you do if you're, you know, in a pretty secure place and liars can do that. They will absolutely look, say your name and look you in the eyes and say what they you know, what you want to hear. It just doesn't sound like she's coming from a, a, a place of insecurity, though. And if she if she gets what she wants and you say her name's like, yeah, that's right, bitch. You do say my name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What a, what a great insight that, that was. But, yeah, no, I do think that that's probably true. No, I mean, I think that it's it's tougher for a liar to lie point blank when you are trying to catch them up in a lie. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's one thing when you don't realize that you've been doing it for a little while. Because, I mean, like, you don't have to be cheating uh, speaking as a, you as can a just person. be just you know fading out from the the relationship. Yes, you can be doing the fade away. And it's a funny thing. The like the second song was about guys who call too much. There's like any other person singing say my name, I'd be going look. Well, you probably calling him too much. Give him some space. Leave him alone. Like he'll be back next weekend. You'll be fine. Just relax. This conversation isn't going to help anything. Again, I was not aware that <laughs> that that these songs were directly connected. She was talking about the the same the same person as now. I I, well, yeah. I realized I th- what, what, no, fool, all, what fool I was. They've all been the same, <laughs> irreplaceable, uh, single ladies. Me, myself, and I. Every single one about the same guys, the same shitty guy. Wow, Beyonce, you got to move on. That's crazy. 
Yeah. She like married that guy and had like multiple kids. No, I'm kidding. No. Um, it, it was Jay-Z the entire time too. That'd be crazy. That'd be a pretty wild. Jay-Z doesn't pay the phone bill. He doesn't need a phone. He's got, he's still got his pager. <laughs> I don't know. Listen. All right. Perhaps he was also the one cat calling uh, TLC out the passenger side of his best set, best friend's ride. Who knows? Who can say? Well, let well, me say. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll give Jay-Z a, a call after the podcast is over and we can put in an addendum. Yeah. Um, He'll let me know. Yeah, put me in on the group text. He'll be fine with that. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I, I want to say real quick, I'd say my name's best trick is that the way it speeds up right in the middle of it, just randomly. Yeah, that's what I like about it. Yeah, when it suddenly goes double time, I really like that. That's a that's a neat trick. If it had more tricks like that, I think I'd pick no scrubs. I mean, I'd pick it over no scrubs. But as it is, I think I am still going with no scrubs. I think uh, I think that's the one I have to go with. Now some viewer comments. I mean, they're not viewers. Listener comments. I can put them up on uh, YouTube. They Don't. can look at a blank for, image. For, please, I beg. No. Okay. Aaron Rouska writes, anyone who picks Say My Name is also known as a busta. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I... Uh, yes. I don't know what to do. All right. All right. Uh, Lemon Dread writes, he picked No Scrubs because that bridge before the chorus and Say My Name has some confusing sound effects that I can't unhear. Shouldn't be a reason why you're acting boing. <laughs> <laughs> what is that sound? It's like, doink? I don't it's know. It's actually I, doink the clown, the, uh, the wrestler. No, I, I used to play percussion in my college orchestra, so I, I'm pretty sure I could find out what makes that weird doink sound. But I can't remember what it is. It's Doink the Clown. I answered okay. it. Okay, yes. Doink the Clown, famous uh, 90s WWF wrestler. It links up. It syncs up. Same time. Yes. Now you know. Go ahead. Benjamin Hayden writes, I should feel more uncomfortable with no scrubs than say my name because I empathize with speaking out against a gaslighting partner and am also a broke loser without a car. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I have a car now, but I don't know. I live in New York. I never... This is like yeah. a very unfamiliar concept to me i don't know that i ever felt like a scrub do you ever feel like a scrub i've i'm I feel pretty like that's the question we've dodged for the last 37 minutes you ever you know, feel like a scrub todd i mean i had a car but like i have been i'm pretty sure i have been broker than the guys they're singing about in this song you know i i, I heard some people complaining like the like uh this is like materialist and classist no scrubs for you know getting angry at a guy for not having a car it's like you know it's, it's but I feel like it's very clearly it's not just not having money. It's also just being a loser. Like, even if they had money, they'd still be a fucking loser. Yes. The guy who has no money yeah. or the person, not the person, the, the person that has no class. It's really about yeah. being a like a jerk. Like you're hanging out with somebody that's well above your station, who's a much nicer person mm-hmm. who is. And as a result is in a higher social standing, but kind of tolerates you because they've been friends for a while. Yeah, that's the scrub. That's the scrub guy. And he just doesn't get that. He's lucky to be there because everybody takes their turn being the scrub. You find yourself in situations when you when you look around and you realize that you are lucky to be there, you uh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I got another one on here. It says the line if you from Jay Francis, it says the line if you don't have a car and you're walking almost had me voting for Destiny's Child. What's wrong with being environmentally conscious? Like, that's not what the song is about, dude. You don't know. Yeah, you're right. I don't. I'm pretty sure I do, Dan. All right. Okay. I mean. 
All right, BudDog18 writes, how about we be fair? No scrubs versus Beyonce's entire career. That might be a closer battle. Wow. Yeah, like it, people, I mean, I knew people love no scrubs. I didn't know they loved it this much. It's good. I, I Wow. Mean, All right, BudDog91, was it? 18. Eight, sorry, boy. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. 18. Yeah. Uh, Gal Hazor writes, it's all that No Scrubs is just a really good song with a cool concept. It's like an urban dictionary definition of itself. (laughs) Scrub, noun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's true. It is basically a song that explains to you what the scrub is in the beginning. Yeah, well, especially if you are a lame white 14-year-old, that was extremely helpful. I was like, oh, a scrub. That's what that is. Because I didn't know it. I definitely wouldn't know it at the time. Yes, I feel that. I, yeah, that's that's probably why I like the song. I was definitely existing outside. I was I was like Sir Patrick Stewart on the on the on the set of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, uh, and hearing Michael Dorn speaking in a language that he knew was English, but he didn't understand a single word. This is a true thing. He went on Arsenio Hall with Whoopi Goldberg and talked <laughs> about how he didn't understand the, the the way that the black people spoke, but that he was <laughs> but that he was quite fascinated by it. <laughs> Arsenio, I was I was absolutely fascinated, riveted, and uh, and. I thought, you know, listening to that now, that is very cringeworthy. But at the time, I also didn't have a fucking clue. I'm, I'm sure Patrick Stewart got away with it a lot more than I would have gotten away with it at 14. He's like, a very hot, bald man, and yeah. uh, so he got away with murder, probably, not literally, but, you know. Yeah. The point is that uh, I think that Sir Patrick Stewart should have listened to the, well, that would have been well after the TNG days, but yeah. I hope that he was a big fan of No Scrubs, because I think it would have been helpful to him. You know, instead of uh, the Shatner question, what we should do with like the Patrick Stewart question? We can do it this time. Yes. Okay. Well, Great. We'll, we'll hold off. Okay. One last comment. Uh, Celine of Agria writes: If Destiny's Child had adhered to a strict anti-scrub policy in the first place, they wouldn't need to be worried about their collective boyfriend running game. Wow. <laughs> Beyonce has dated a lot of terrible men in the course of her musical career. So yes, TLC never had to deal with this problem. I feel like. Yeah, one of them's dead, and the other two, I don't know. Actually, now that I don't that I know think what to say to that. Actually, now that I think about it, Chili had famously problems with her next boyfriend, Usher, and her. I think the one before that too, Dallas Austin, who uh, was their their producer. So, well, I'm not sure that Usher was a scrub. Not really sure yeah. that that's the word I'd use. Okay, but he was running game. So that's fact. I look. Yeah, this, uh, is, this is funny. This is like a, a song. It's like. Which do you hate more, catcalling or gaslighting? <laughs> <laughs> this would have been much more loaded if they'd released these songs like in 2020 rather than 1999 and 2000. Wow. Yeah. Great, great insight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we'll, we're doing this out of order, but uh, the three questions very quickly. Yeah. I feel like I don't really care about the second one, but here, we'll, we'll do it anyway. All yeah. right. So question number one, one of these has to be lost to time forever and one will exist in perpetuity and always be famous. I, I picked say my name for the Destiny's Child one because it felt like the, their highest stature song from that era. It's nowhere close to being as important as No Scrubs. Nowhere even close. So No Scrubs is the one that has to stay. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't know. I think Destiny's Child would have been fine without yeah. Say My Name. I think they yeah, would have been pretty okay. much, yes. I'm not concerned about it. Um, they've got other songs and they were already I, on their I way. I know with you Bills, like Bills. Unpretty, but like the TLC story changes drastically if you don't have no scrubs and their lead single is unpretty all right i agree great yeah all right um you want to be around for the creation the, the of creation the composition of one of these songs 
which is the one that you think, man, got to be there for it? Well, I was reading the uh, songwriter or the producer, I can't remember which, talking about like they were basically com- composing it in the studio and Destiny's Child, who are, you know, what, like 18 at that point. Pretty young. They talk about them dictating, like, no, this doesn't work. We're going to do this. We're going to do it that way. It was like, and I was like, I'd really love to see that. Like, that's basically the the birth of Beyonce Queen B right there. And I, in fact, I've seen photos, uh, videos of her at like 12 practicing with her little crew. And it's like, no, we're doing it wrong. We're doing like this, 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 this. So I'd, I'd really like to see Beyonce as she's like before she's Beyonce really coming into her own. I think that'd be interesting. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble if I say that I, I, I just want to be there to witness Kobe do the rap, <laughs> but for, for every possible reason. Yeah. Pick your reason why you don't like that. I said that, but I, <laughs> I, I, I got to tell you that just sounds so weird. What a, what a strange artifact. Yeah. Like that. Yes. For the reason that you said, but also aren't you kind of curious? I am. I am. It's like, how like you can tell that story for the rest of your life. It's like I watched Kobe Bryant attempt to rap yep. and he wasn't terrible at it. So I think we agree on that mm-hmm. one. Now, Sir Patrick Stewart <laughs> is going to pull out his reading glasses and a piece of paper and read one of these songs like it's a Shakespearean sonnet. <laughs> which, which one is the one that you want to be Pat's dude? No scrubs easily. No scrubs. Just to hear him say, explain in his authoritative voice, a scrub is a guy who thinks he's fly and is also known as a buster. Yeah. It's got to be. I think you're right. I think The say fact my, that there is the definition of the yeah. scrub means that Sir Patrick Stewart has to do it. And I think you'd get the at, at the end, he you could just cut to that gif of him where he's doing like the slow... Class the card for himself. Although, like, say my name is a more actorly one, and I feel like things where you get to like act out like the emotions goes better with Shatner because I feel like. So if it was Shatner, you'd mm-hmm. you'd, you'd say say my, my name. name, yes. But because we did Sir Patrick Stewart this time around, you've gone with no scrubs. Yes. Well, we are. We've already spoiled the fact that. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. scrubs one. So he, when that happens, and I'm always shocked when we get a blowout like this because I that's what the thing I'm trying to avoid. So usually I think I've avoided a blowout, and I was really surprised with this one. How big of a margin do you think it was? Uh, I'm gonna say sixty-five thirty-five. Sixty-five thirty-five. That's my guess. All right, for a total of four seventy. To 128. Holy shit. It's a 79%, 21% sweep. That is no scrubs. Is that the worst one ever? Is that the no, worst one? No, I think blowout? we had one that was like almost in single digits. I can't remember which it was. But yeah, Beyonce has been reduced to the level of scrub, at least for this, uh, at least for our purposes tonight. I'm, I'm really glad that I feel confident knowing that. Um, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, I was like, which, I would be very worried. It was a hard question. I imagine, I was like, which if I had to pick, and then people knew I was going to do it. It's like, well, do I would want to disrespect Lisa's Lopez's memory, or do I want to rile up the beehive? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. The whole dangerous thing seems waters. Re- yeah, way. yeah, you made a choice. Yeah, and uh, I'm just glad that you're the famous one, and I am, the, <laughs> and I am your scrub. <laughs> you, you are my Kelly Rowland. 
Oh, <laughs> that's not much better, but I'll, I'll sure. No, you, you put some respect on Kelly Rowland's name. All right. Like, all right. What's the next episode going to be about? Okay. This one I do expect to be even because uh, neither of these songs are very good. <laughs> okay. We're going to do uh, Lil Wayne's Lollipop versus T.I.'s Whatever You Like. Oh, I've wanted to do this one for a while. All right, all right, all right. If you must, I must. I'll tell you the great thing about this is that um, because I'm white, I can't possibly. I feel I feel less comfortable shitting on uh, songs such as these. When you give me two shitty white artists, I'm like, great, no problem. Okay, well, I think most people agree that these are like the shitty sellout songs from people. Even if you're really big fans of these rappers, like these are like the low end, but they were like gigantic hits in 2008. Okay, great. Then I'm fine. No one will, no one will say anything bad about me. Yep. We're free. We can say whatever we want. (laughs) No rules. Uh, No scrubs. Uh, You can't even pick. Can you? No, I can't. All right. We'll see you next time. uh, Don't forget to uh, check out our Patreon. Toss a coin to your Witcher. If you feel like it. Yep. We do uh, one uh, Patreon exclusive episode per month. Uh, so if you want to support, it only costs you a dollar. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you don't have a dollar to spare, there's you know it's free ninety nine to go on iTunes, give us five stars, and write up a review about how uh, great we are and how we smell very nice. And uh, actually, and, oh, I, don't don't don't. We're on a podcast. It's safe. Okay. He, he smells great. All right. Recommend the podcast to your to your friends, kids. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. 